0: Gentlemen of Austin, Texas, citizens of the universe, listeners worldwide. This is Roster Watch. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm joined as always by one of my best buds, Byron Lambert. Missing
1: The Fantasy the, Freegan.
0: The fantasy freegan, the trash man. And you know, he I think he's using the uh, I think he's using the kind of the excuse that he got messed up by an hour. But once he gets here, we need to talk to him about this because it isn't a that only happens in spring when it goes forward. That only forward. happens in spring when it, no, it's, it's spring forward uh-huh. and fall back, and so there's actually an extra hour built in here. So, so
1: you have to be a real slink to mess up on that. We need to talk that. to you
0: about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roster Watch, brought to you by rosterwatch.com. We're here to answer all of your fantasy football questions for this huge NFL Week 9 that we have ahead of us. Uh, we're going to start off this week, as we always do, by handing it over, by, handing it over to Byron to take a spin around the fantasy planet. It is our favorite day of the week, everybody. We love it. It's Sunday. Looks like we might have a little
1: rain here in Austin, Texas. Fantasy football is good to the rain gods. We started off hot last (laughs) night. I got lubed up for NFL last night with that that Alabama LSU action. I felt like I was watching Ravens-Steelers on Saturday night. Absolutely loved it. Um, so, yeah, let's get into this. Actually, today what we're going to do is we're going to take a spin around my fantasy woes. I'm thinking that some <laughs> of our listeners might be able to identify. Uh, this is brought to us by Planet Fitness Austin, planetfitness.com, the judgment-free zone. They have five great locations here in Austin, uh, memberships that start at only $10 a month. Make sure and get out and check them out. Uh, so, anyways, I, I want to talk about this. I'm sure there's listeners who can identify. We'd love to hear your stories too. Four four seven ESPN four four seven three seven seven six. So, I have I have what I think is a really good team. I started off the year four and zero. You start to get the feeling that, that that your ticket to the playoffs might already start to be written, and then somehow this it has just been the wo- the worst swoon of my whole fantasy career. Four straight losses, unbelievable. My first loss was putting up a respectable 100 points, which on an average week. It's not, not the best score in the league, but it'll get you a it's win. It's not always
0: going to get you a win. No, but, but it's a good average you score. two-thirds of the time, you're going to be you're gonna right there. That. right there.
1: The week, The week after that, I score second-highest points in my whole league, lose to a guy who plugs in a miracle Devin Hester play 30 minutes before the game. Devin Hester, who averages about five or six points a game, goes off for a career-high <laughs> 24 points. <laughs> Lose that game, second highest points in the league. Tough loss. The week after that, come in into a tough game, score a bunch more points, and have Darren McFadden and Ernest Graham go down basically on the first play of their game, lose a high scoring game that was tight that week, and then last week was the absolute worst. I've never felt pain like this in my whole life. I go into the week, tough matchup. Of course, I get another injury. Basically, first play of the game, my IDP, my defensive player Sean Lee on the Cowboys. I'm sure everybody's watching Sunday Night Football last night saw him bang up his wrist real early in that game. If I could have even gotten one or two quarters out of Sean Lee and just gotten his two or three tackles, this would have made the difference. Instead, I'm heading into Monday night down by or up by 5 points going against Dwayne Bow with all hope lost. I keep my expectations in check the whole game, trying to be realistic. And of course, we get to the f- end of the fourth quarter. It looks like I got a chance for a miracle win. It's not until there's under a minute left and Kansas City's out of timeouts that
0: the, I you, the, that
1: I that I finally admit to myself, "Oh my God, I got this thing It's, won. it's a
0: miracle." I'm gonna. And the, and, I'm gonna win. And, and the reason why is because at that point, Dwayne Bow had not accumulated five fantasy points. He was at forty-two yards, right? And so, so he was short. He and was, you knew. You just knew that Philip Rivers, after converting that that long third down, and the KC was then. Out of timeouts, so they I'm, were going to bleed the clock. We were they were right the cr- down there, setting up for a field goal to win. And Easy field this, goal, take it right down to one second. Kick the field goal. Let's let let's let's give Byron it, a fantasy win. And then we and yeah, and then you just start to put it in the
1: bag. And I mean, it was only within just an absolute instant that things went from a miracle to the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> Phil, 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 Philip Philip Rivers goes from hiking a routine snap one that Trent Dilfer seen in 32 years, he's never seen fumbled before to Neal. He fumbles it, Kansas City recovers. My god, in the last second of the game, they throw a pass for 13 yards to Dwayne Bow, and I lose the game and now I'm 4 and 4 sitting at 500 with some of the highest points in my league. This, this this is what Philip we we want everybody to hear. <laughs> we want to hear everybody to hear what Philip Rivers had to say about this because it's pretty much exactly how I was feeling. A minute away from just leaking the clock and kicking a field goal to end it after the way we fought back. And then you blow it on a, you know, a play uh, on something that obviously
2: never happens, should never happen.
1: Should never happen. Oh, never happened. Should never <laughs> happen. Yeah, he said it exactly right. That's the same thing you said. Steve Young said it was childish. <laughs>
0: Anyways, I just couldn't believe it, and so now I'm four and four. Got another. I can't believe that Steve Young used a word like childish. It seemed like he would use a word like petulant. Nah, yeah, that's that 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 that's
1: definitely on point. He's the right.
0: big. He's got the big vocabulary.
1: Right. Always, always, always. So, anyways, that's where I'm at. I'm going into a tough matchup this week. Still with a bunch of bye week nightmares. My season looks like it's in jeopardy. I'm hoping to rebound, but I mean, absolutely the worst stretch of my life. And I I
0: feel anybody's pain who was also hurt by that Philip Rivers fumble with a PH last week. The PH fumble. You, hey, listen, you guys, it's a big week this week, week nine. If you're you know if you're three and five, if you're four and four, this is a must win week. If you have sit-start questions, we had a ton of callers last week. Give us a call, 447-ESPN, four four seven three seven seven six. 3776 And then while we're talking about
1: spinning around the fantasy planet, we might as well check out a couple of these headlining games today. Um, obviously, everybody loves Ravens-Steelers. I just mentioned uh, that the, game, the college game last night reminded me of that. I, I absolutely love it. Um, do not get too low on Ray Rice. He exploded on the Steelers early in the year had has a history of generating production in the past game against the Steelers. <laughs> Alex, is there anybody that you think is off limits in that game or how do you feel about the the fantasy players in that game?
0: Well, uh, l- let me just touch a little bit on Ray Rice. He did explode onto the, you know, he did explode onto the scene in week 1 in that game where everybody was, you know, the the week 1 uh, Ravens Steelers was a blowout. It was something where everybody was like, "Wow, the Ravens are the best team I've ever seen in my life." You know, it was it, it was it was awesome. But if you look back at the game log, I I mean, it's in, in 2010, his games against Pittsburgh were weren't weren't great, and I feel like that defense is starting to play a little bit more like they played last year. They're 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 coming into form a little bit. I actually bit. just
1: picked, picked the Pittsburgh defense up. I think they're rounding into shape a little y- bit. Yeah.
0: Here. And uh, I guess as far as somebody I might steer away from, uh, you know, definitely, definitely hate Rashard Mendenhall. You know, he's 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 a guy who I haven't I haven't been high on, you know, all year, and just if you watch, if 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 you watch the games and you watch the tape, you'll see that they're not getting good line play at all. He's not getting any holes opened up. And when he does, he's not really hitting him with any sort of authority or, 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 you know, with, 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 with any real, you know, with, with, with any real guts, it almost just, seems like. He just seems like he's out there just going through the motions. So he's a guy, you know, obviously you're going to have to start him, especially with the bye weeks if you have him. But my expectations, obviously, if they're not already tempered already by his, by his lack of production, except for one game and the opponent, then, you know, you just, you just haven't been. You just haven't been, been been watching. We should note that Emmanuel Sanders for the Steelers is out. That should give a small bump in value to Antonio Brown, Heinz Ward, who'll be coming back off injury, and of course Mike Wallace. Um, as far as on the Raven side of the ball, uh, what do you think, Byron? Who, who besides Ray Rice is pertinent? That we, that we I
1: mean, I still I think Anquan Bolden's been hot. So I mean, the Steelers do I believe have the number one pass defense for against fantasy, you know, in fantasy against the passing game, uh, and I believe even wide receivers they're pretty high against. Yeah. That,
0: so basically, it, it, as far as the opposing wide receiver rank, if you go to rosterwatch.com and look at our matchup tool, which is a very useful tool, uh, you'll see that against fantasy wide receivers, Pittsburgh's the absolute worst.
1: So I actually like, I still like Bolden. I mean, it just seems like they're intent on getting him the ball. Um, Torrey Smith, I'm not totally low on. I mean, he's been getting a lot of deep targets every game that I watch him. He doesn't have the best hands, and Flacco's not always the most accurate, but I could see him maybe cracking that coverage a little bit today. So I wouldn't, I'm not really against any of the, the normal guys in this matchup, you just have to obviously downgrade your expectations a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and you
0: just got to remember, it's a division game. These teams are used to each other. You look at the two things. You look at the matchup tool, it's completely red. It looks like a big stoplight. But I actually think the, Roethlisberger you know, might have a little better game yeah, than people you know, expect. Just, these, are teams that, these are teams that are used to each other. They're teams that are used to playing one another. All right, everybody. Well, we will be back in just a few minutes.
1: We're going to be talking about the rest of these matchups. This is Watch. Streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 1049 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. Welcome back, fantasy footballers. This is Roster Watch live on 1049 The Horn, ESPN Austin. Check out rosterwatch.com. we got all your rankings, sit-start, free advice, everything that's going to help you win and start making your run for the playoffs.
0: We spend like 50 hours a week grinding this tape, crunching these numbers. You have no idea the kind of spreadsheets that we come up with and the things that we do for this. And just in case you missed it, I encountered the absolute worst fantasy
1: suckout at think, the hands of Philip Rivers. I think we've heard, I've ever felt. I in my think life. we've
0: heard enough about this during the first I, segment.
1: I woke up hurt <laughs> on Tuesday morning. Still,
0: uh, all right, guys. Listen, call us four four seven ESPN four four seven three seven seven six. You don't want to lose this week. It's a must win. It's Week Nine. We're gearing up for the fantasy playoffs. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can be doing to make your squad win this week, and we want to help. Hey, I'm a winner every time I go to Planet Fitness
1: Austin. It's that time of year right now. It's starting to get dark right after I get home from work. It's getting cold outside. Can't and, b-
0: s- and before you know it, you're going to be eating the eating the Christmas and
3: the you're Thanksgiving You're eating the holiday turkey. food. It's
1: a lot harder to get your workouts in running around that, your neighborhood. That, that, that
3: body wants the getting extra the tra- pounds on it. Listen to who's you, here. He, he, he. Uh-oh, the trash All man All right, is folks, here. you can start listening now. <laughs> he's kind of got one of these Whoopi goldberg yeah, things got, on his head i don't know if it's morning. a little
0: bit of a Whoopi goldberg or a samuel l jackson a little <laughs> bit of a mix of Whoopi jackson black person
3: he's got his this shape is, i'm, is, sorry, I'm this, sorry i'm sorry these are the things
0: that they wear i'm sorry i i guess you kind of remind me a little bit of wes welker today <laughs> or something like that he
1: has his trash goggles on today live in studio ladies it, and gentlemen
3: certainly does Still dropping knowledge. So, anyways, Same make sure and knowledge.
1: get over to Planet Fitness. It's a lot tougher to get your workouts in this time of year when it gets dark, it gets cold. It's the best place to go. Save some cash. Go get a nice workout in. You never have to wait in line right after work. And they got five convenient locations. And they have the Ab
3: Coaster. And we, uh, the Ab Coaster. What other, what other reason do you need, really?
1: Well, and we just love them at rosterwatch.com. All right. well let's just get back to the matchups for a little while. We were talking uh, sounds like we were talking the premier matchups this week. Uh, We were already talking about the Sunday night game. It's my game of the week Ravens-Steelers. We all love it. Uh, Another one that I'd like to go ahead and look at if we're going to talk about um, some potential early games is I think Tampa Bay-New Orleans is a nice division game in New Orleans. Uh, We actually had a big discussion about Drew Brees in our rankings yesterday. Decided to get him Back up where we think he belongs. Uh, we like the return of LaGarrett Blunt. He has a pretty good matchup, and I actually think Josh Freeman has a decent matchup this week.
3: Who don't we like in this matchup? We talked about that too. Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Yeah.
0: We don't like him. Um, he's he's kind of he's kind of been hard to like this year. I, yeah. I, I, he had the touchdown last <laughs> week, but other than that, man, he's been. He's yeah. been, just he's be, he's been completely absent. If you do like him, give us a call and tell us why. <laughs> because we can you need really, our help we you can't like really
3: him. find reasons.
0: And Pe- there and there are definitely guys on your waiver wire. You know, at the tight end position, that this week are going to be real sneaky plays. We'll we'll get into the trash man later. But there are some other folks that, you know, is, is, God, a guy like Winslow, you just don't. Uh, you,
3: and with you, don't, in, you don't want to have to rely on him. At and this with point of Ingram, the with
1: Ingram out, Pierre Thomas has looked really good. If you've got him, you know you're still happy to probably start him today. You like Sproles? Sproles, we like. I mean, we've got him fairly high still in our rankings as well. We do. We're like definitely
0: Sprouls. above the the uh, FantasyPros.com ECR. That's part of the exclusive network of of of, of fifty experts, or I guess sixty experts now nationwide that we that we compete against with these rankings and. We're a little bit higher on them than the average be- b- between those guys. I think that Dorian is motioning me like there's something <laughs> going on. What's up, man? <laughs>
3: we, ha- we have to give our expertise to someone to someone else. Uh, this is Wheeler in the South. Come on guys. How's it doing, Yo Wheeler? What's going it's not on, Wheeler's man? Wheeler's Big
0: O, is it? <laughs> it is
4: Wheeler's Big O. Wheeler's Big oh! O, oh! hey, man. Our fantasy
1: hoops, <laughs> fantasy basketball, yeah, man. We're so right. hurt
0: that that hadn't started yet. Yo, it, it, Wheeler, <laughs> when's this lockout gonna end, man? Come
1: on. And just...
4: I hope so soon. Are you guys gonna be giving a uh, basketball advice too when the season hopefully starts? Hey, you, Absolutely. You know man. it,
1: brother. I'm gonna be telling everybody to line up those point guards and bigs and take that right to the championship. All the
4: trash I'm looking for Kevin Love and Derek Rose. probably got one, two in my league. <laughs> So hey, hey, hey. so you're so you're
0: basically trying. You're so you're basically just trying to hurt me and then hurt Byron. Exactly, it's our two guys right
1: there. We love <laughs> them. They're monsters. What's going so on? What's your we question, were...
0: man?
4: Not much. I have my deadline next week, and uh, I have some pretty average wide receivers. I have uh, Santonio Holmes, um, Mario Manningham, uh, Stevie Johnson. I was looking to see also if I should try to bundle one of those guys with uh, Finley. To upgrade uh, right before the playoffs because I also have Fred Davis who's kind of come on strong. So, want to see what you guys thought Wheeler, about that. Wheeler,
1: how many how many wide receivers do you start in that league?
4: We start three. Is this a PPR? Uh, it's not just kind of standard. Ten points for um, I mean one point for every ten yards, six this, points for a touchdown.
0: This is interesting, Wheeler, because I'm in a similar situation to you where I where I have a, a good tight end and I have Fred Davis. And I've been trying to package him in these bundles, you know. He's been trying to get Macklin off of me. Yeah, and, and basically, what I've learned about this in the different leagues that I play in and the, and the different leagues I'm trying to get rid of Davis, a lot of people don't know how, how good he's been. And so, you, you, might need to, you might need to do a little bit of a sales pitch or hopefully maybe find somebody who has him in, in But the- you're throwing out Finley, right, Wheeler?
4: Yeah, I was thinking Finley would definitely just you know the probably the attract na- the more. Have so. the name value there, the
1: name recognition. I like the idea. I mean, do you have any 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 ideas? Have you looked at the teams who you'd be targeting with the trade? What type of wide receiver are we looking at? Something in that Jeremy Macklin range? Are we looking at, uh, you know, where are you going with that? Do you think you can get a Larry Fitzgerald out of the deal?
4: Well, i hope so. Like, I know Steve Johnson's kind of been slow lately, and I just got Santonio Holmes in a trade, and I have Roddy White, so I'm going to try to hold on to Roddy White, but I didn't know if I could kind of trade one of those second tier wide receivers like Holmes or Johnson who kind of slowed down with Finley. Hopefully, upgrade maybe you know somebody like Vincent Jackson, somebody who I think has a lot of upside, but still kind of been slow themselves. You know, you know so. who
1: I'd go yeah. after? I I love the idea. You've got the absolute right idea. You at this point in the season, it's the time to start looking at fielding your best playoff roster. It's time to start consolidating your bench depth into equity and value on your starting roster. I you know if I were you, I target target a guy like a Brandon Lloyd. Maybe a Hakeem, a hurt Hakeem Nix. right, 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 and I think that would be just and if and nice. if nice and
0: if VJacks manages to put up another stinker today, which he which he won't, but if he does, you know his 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 remaining regular season schedule and his playoff schedule is absolute, you know it's it's it, it is it is awesome, and so it, it's it, if you could manage to to find somebody strapped at tight end who who would want to take on a Finley, and you know. I think this week's Antonio Holmes is gonna is gonna do well. Uh Stevie Johnson's gonna be on Revis Island, so I don't know if you're gonna get any sort of real you
1: know. Yeah, by the of- way, we do have Holmes and Finley ranked pretty high this week. We're both a little bit on that band. I was, I
3: was gonna say those receivers that you listed that you have, most of those are guys who I have on my buy low list. You know, gotcha. I think these are guys who are gonna come on um in the sec- latter half of the season. Um so I think that's something to consider too. But there's no question in my mind that somebody like Macklin or Nick's would be a big upgrade over yeah,
1: any of those guys. And, and Fred true. Davis is not a big step down for Finley it, at this point.
0: If, if Wheeler has the ability to consolidate any of that bench depth because he has accumulated solid depth into something that's gonna help his starting roster, that's gonna help him help him moving forward, even if it's just a small upgrade. Hey Wheeler, the lowest yeah. I'd go on that list is Deshaun Jackson for any okay.
1: that's the lowest I'd go there. But if you can pull off Jackson, Nix, Lloyd a miracle Vincent Jackson, we say pull the trigger, brother. I say hold on to Roddy White, though.
4: Yeah, definitely. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Love the show, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to call in with some basketball questions hey, I can't on lockout every end.
1: We can't wait to start hooping around, brother.
4: All right, see you guys. All right, have a good All right, Sunday.
0: You,
1: All right, well, we love it. Wheeler's big O. We love it like we like love going over to Ten Oak. Yeah. Every
0: Monday night. Every Monday night. Burgers. Hey, $10 Rock, burger and beer special. Pop Rock Martini. Well, let's talk about this because let's you guys have a it. big wager on the line We do, here. we do. <laughs> and, uh, we're getting together, you know, we get together on Saturdays. So we basically, at rosterwatch.com, this is how we do our rankings. We each do our individual rankings, and we, we do those through our own formulas, our own calculations. Then we put those together, put them through a separate algorithm. Once it comes out of that, we then get together
3: and tell each other what's wrong with it. Yes. Yeah, we needle and the hell out
0: of each to, other and, and put each other on a, Big a, Tilt. Pick around on it, you know, tweak tweak some things, <laughs> and then come all agreed. Then 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 we send it into FF Advisor. We send it into Fantasy Pros, and we get it up on the site. So, and we get top fifteen awards every week, every week. But the 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 point is. Yesterday, the, the big point of contention was who was going to have the bigger game, Marcus Colston or, or A.J. Green.
3: It and, wasn't the biggest oh, well, argument we had. Well, well, it, was it, was the
0: one... it was the one that resulted in this bet being made. <laughs> uh, at, at 10 Oak tomorrow night, the, the person who loses this bet, not that it's a losing proposition to drink one Pop Rock martini, but the, the loser ha- will have to order one Pop Rock martini, enjoy that one Pop Rock martini, and then go ahead and order a second one. And drink that whole thing. I mean, Alex already and, loves and, the Pop Rock and, martini, and, so it's not and, a big issue and, for him. And, 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 and lick the the, 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 uh, the Pop Rock rimmed uh, martini glass and make sure that we get everything for free that we can out of this deal because we're doing it in the style of trash. There's going to be a lot of crackling in somebody's
1: mouth. I'll be the real man there drinking on my nice whiskey, my Lafroy. <laughs>
3: Little Byron flaw. was too scared Little to flaw. join in this 10 Oak
0: Monday nights, guys. You guys got to come hang out with us. It's, it's on Fifth uh, Street. James the always cooks up a bomb burger special. It's it changes every bucks, week. Ten bucks for the big burger and the awesome craft beer. So it's it, it's it's where to go. We love it.
1: Well, do y'all want to get back to matchups here for a second? I think we ought to keep you know checking some of those out. Yeah, yeah. Keep plugging along. All right. Well, actually, we're going to hit the matchups right when we come back. Listeners, you are listening to Roster Watch, streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 1049 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And
2: AM 1260.
3: And welcome back, listeners. This is Roster Watch, bringing you everything fantasy this morning. We left off with matchups, we're coming back with matchups. Who's next, guys? Let's finish
1: with one more early game we think is intriguing. Miami at Kansas City. We're very high on Matt Castle this week. A lot higher than the average on the Fantasy Pros Network.
0: Apparently Dorian was pretty high on his intro too. Coming back in there out of the out of the break, I saw him kind of put his put his hands up in the air as if he was proclaiming this, making up for lost time. All right, hey hey, I love the energy and love the passion. But yeah, talk. Speak, hey, speaking of energy, that was the inner Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> yeah, in him. I'm telling you, he looked like he looked like Samuel L. Jackson in in the negotiator, trying to trying to talk somebody off a ledge with the orange hair. I was convinced. <laughs> yeah, I was convinced too. Uh, I'm thinking more like a Lenny Kravitz.
3: <laughs> we got the Lenny
0: Goldberg Jackson thing going on yeah. around here today. Yeah, yeah, man, it's looking nice. But yeah, as far as Castle, I think if if you look at our rankings on RosterWatch.com, we have Matt Castle ranked a full five spots ahead of the Fantasy Pros uh, expert consensus rank as our number six quarterback. We have him above the likes of Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan. You know. Shaw, Wafflesberger, etc. So, it, there, are, there are a lot of reasons, I think, there are a lot of
3: reasons to like Castle this week. For one, the Chiefs have been pretty good offensively. They have, they have. I mean, there's a reason I'm starting him instead of Cam Newton Against on my me. team. This and, week. and when you see the trash man do it, that's an
0: endorsement. <laughs> it, it, it sure is. And I wrote an article on rosterwatch.com about how I'm in a little bit of fear of David Nelson. is a, is a whole different thing, just because I saw the trash man plug him in. But, you know, with Castle... Dwayne Bowe has been coming on. You got a guy like Jonathan Baldwin now, who's finally healthy. We I think saw that's his big huge. playability last week. That's huge. We know that Miami is terrible against the tight end. They're now the second best matchup for tight ends. They have been number one all season before Chicago took 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 the crown as the worst <laughs> this mm-hmm. week. But what they've been doing is they've been taking Baldwin, who's an elite talent, this week in game planning to to actually line him up. And and as a as a tight end in various formations, they're planning on exploiting the inside of that the 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 very penetrable inside of that Miami defense with with a guy like Baldwin. So we're we're a little bit higher on Baldwin this this week as well. And with Castle, it's just you know we just felt like with with this deal he's been hot. You gotta strike while the iron's hot. And and if if we're giving advice, we're going to be advising the advising to start him
3: in a lot of cases. He's well, going up against the 27th-ranked Miami Pass defense. Um, and don't forget Stephen Breston, too. He's got a decent receiver in Breston. Uh, so he's just, he has a lot of weapons. There's a lot of things going from Kansas City's making things happen they're, somehow. They're, well, they're making they're a run to in the division. A little
0: bit of a running game too. They're making a great run in the division. That division. Yeah, they're
3: at the top of the division now. It's a
1: three-way well, it's a kind big of deal. Old tie, yeah, yeah it, so it's, they're they're in the mix now. They're coming on. I I, I like them. I and Jackie Battle looked very serviceable. He doesn't. I mean, he's not Jamal Charles, but he's a heck of a lot better the than second Thomas coming Jones. Of
3: Curtis Martin, <laughs> the second coming. Hey, that'd be a great second the, coming.
0: The, 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 he's a he's a borderline hall of famer. Yeah, with a with a weird frog face.
3: <laughs> I'd like to see his Hall of Fame bust.
0: <laughs> It'll be better than Dion's.
2: It'll be
3: better oh, than D Rag. Everybody thinks about animals when you look at someone's face. I don't know. Just <laughs> I just
0: thought Curtis Martin sort this of. This is going to turn Mike Singletary <laughs> if we're not bit. careful, guys. <laughs> um, all right. Pants are going to come off. Let's keep the all pants right. on. Let's keep the pants on. So,
1: the other thing is that we did recognize that, you know, you've got to, you just can't love anything on the Miami side. But Brandon Marshall, we we, we like him this week.
0: He's, he's been getting the targets. Somebody's going to have to catch balls. Yeah. In Miami. And Matt Moore loves him. I mean, God, but... It's hard to it's on, on that side of the ball. It's hard to love anything. Daniel Thomas will know you know what's going to be happening with him as soon as he tests it. It sounds like he's probably like going to go. Gonna, I think he's going to go. The batter which, the pattern with Thomas with the same hamstring all season is that he's. I'll he's, tell you what that's gone b- for two games, missed one, gone for two, missed one, and if he keeps with, with that pattern, he'll go this week and go next week. Hey, and that wins. whole
1: thing's a nasty situation. You have Steve Slayton stealing goal line carries last week. You still have the appearance of Alex Hilliard. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush coming on. He, a ca- he came on last week. I mean, and then you got Thomas, who's been on and off hurt. I would just, I wouldn't touch any of that with a ten foot pole. Again, let's not get Mike Singletary here.
3: Hey, but a lot of people have bye weeks this week, so I mean, if you do have Thomas, it looks like he is going to play. He got on the plane. He's ready to go. Um, I'm guessing between fifteen and twenty touches this week for Daniel Thomas. Yeah, well
0: well speaking on speaking of getting on a plane and getting ready to go, I got home this week from uh, after touring the thirty six cities and for the last fifty three days with my band and we we it, upon getting back, it was so great to get back to Austin and kinda of see some of the some of the you know, some of the places I love to go and, and, and hang out and go get a meal at Threadgills and you know, see the be hang out at a place that, you know, Janice Joplin sang at. This is the live music capital of the world and a true hub of our Austin music community is straight music. If you go to a big box store and you go buy an instrument there, you are personally making Stevie Ray Vaughan turn over in his grave. <laughs> And play the sky is crying because straight music has been here for 48 years through three generations. It's where we, every musician in this town goes to buy their instruments because they not only have the cheapest prices, but they also have the best relationships with all of their, with, with, with all of their vendors. And so the, the, you don't get products that are mishandled. You, you don't get products that nobody knows anything about. You, it's, it's, it's a place where you can go. Uh, their location, their south location at Ben White and uh, Lamar, their north location at Lake Mall, and also at straightmusic.com. Dorian will tell you about the drums they got. You know, they got a music school, orchestra stuff. They're Austin's only authorized Yamaha dealer. It's straight music. Check them out at straightmusic.com.
1: And I really appreciate straight just because, you know, in Austin, everybody takes a a lot of pride in doing business locally. Straight music is, you know, it's a family-run operation. And, you know, you can just feel really good about going over there and well, doing business and just, with those it, guys. Th-
0: the fact is, a lot of the time, whenever it's a, whenever it's a family-run operation, it, it, they got to jack up prices because they're smaller. But straight music has cheaper prices than any of the big box stores because of their long-standing relationships with their vendors. So... Uh, we definitely recommend every, everybody getting there. There's no other place that you should be buying an instrument if you're lucky enough to be well, here in Austin. The
1: guy who's been making the best music this year, it, he he is the best maestro, is for sure Aaron Rodgers. Hey. He's on fire. On fire. We Coming off the on bye. On fire. We got him in the late game today against San Diego. Phillip Rivers, I'm sure, wanting to rebound and watch that nasty taste out of his mouth no. from last week. A his mouth. Oh God, it was like he was eating out of the trash truck last week. <laughs> well, we'll But to... anyway, so that's a should be a shape up to be a great game. I, I mean, you got to love all your Packers. They've been hot all year. They're coming off a bye. I think this is a game we probably see the Chargers rebound in a little bit because there should be some points in this game.
0: Right. And and if you look at our matchup tool, it, you know, this game is not a bad matchup for San Diego one one bit. It, it, uh, they're... they're Green Bay is the the second-worst pass defense in the league. They're allowing the fourth-most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, the seventh-most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, and the ninth-most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. So... It, there's a lot of lot of space on the San Diego roster for fantasy productivity against this Green Bay team, even though we know that Green Bay is going to likely have an, a big offensive explosion.
1: We like we like Antonio Gates. Ryan Matthews is looking like he might play. So listeners, you need to keep a real close eye on that up to game time because that's going to affect Mike Tolbert. And we made a real, real big move with
0: Vincent Jackson. Yeah,
1: Vincent Jackson's been putting up stinkers, but our very own trash man was adamant that we have him high this week, so we're going to... Ride him one last time, Dorian. What, what is it that you like so much about that matchup for Vincent Jackson?
3: Well, I, I just like how Green Bay allows so many points um, through the air. I mean, B. jacks he's been he's been stifled the last few weeks, but I think this is the perfect match matchup for him to go big. Well, and as we were talking about yesterday, the deal with Vincent Jackson was he had the dual injury.
0: It was the ab and the hamstring. And and after he came should've back hit from the near,
3: ab coaster, should
0: hit the ab coaster. But he had plan of fitness, but. It, it, once he came back, his first game back, he was going against Champ Bailey, who was just coming back off injury as well, and was held in check by Champ Bailey. After that, travels to New Jersey and goes on go, goes on Rivas Island. The week after, against Kansas City, that's hard to explain how he didn't show up in that game, but I blame it a little bit on Phillip Rivers. I, I blame most off. of it on Philip Rivers. And you just figure that I this is a guy... I blame everything who... on Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just such a big play candidate. He's a guy you know that's going to have the two, three touchdown explosion. And this week seems like the week that they're going to be primed to do it. They're going to be coming home. They're going to be angry and avenging that loss. And they really want to knock off the under. And we're, we're
1: all for second chances at rosterwatch.com, so we're also giving Jay Mike a second chance this week. We've got him ranked high. Well,
0: and, and, and like we talked about yesterday, one of the reasons we have him ranked high is not only because San Diego's a great matchup against opposing tight ends, but also because they're coming off a bye. And it seems like whenever they have time to game plan and get JerMichael Finley worked into a game plan and have a and have a set of plays that's actually scripted, he will generally be getting involved. And so we like him a little bit better this week to rebound from have, from being relatively relatively quiet except for one game over over the past four games. And let, let's hustle here guys another craze that is absolutely
1: sweeping the nation staying in the AFC West is I'm sure everybody's seen on the internet T-bowing,
3: t-bowing. everybody <laughs> is T-bowing coast to
0: coast What do you think of it
3: new cult- cultural phenomenon
0: If I see somebody it's the internet if I see somebody T-bowing I'm 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 leaving the bar house establishment that it's happening at
3: I had to cut it at planking guys that's as far as I can go Have have, have you planked? <laughs> Actually, no, I've never planked. I've never planked. I've never seen anybody plank. I, I don't know anyone that planks. I hope. I, I, I saw God. a
1: bunch of guys I, doing this fantasy Dungeons & Dragons
3: <laughs> thing at the park across
1: <laughs> the street the other day. It's about
0: as weird as <laughs> I've seen it <laughs> get. <laughs> Those guys were weird. All the all the, all the the Hispanic taco truck guys were standing there saying, what? Taking the, pictures and video. What are these guys Med, doing? Medieval times. Anyways, so t
1: Bowing, we got Darren McFadden out. You know, what do we think? Tebow was awful last week. The Lions defense scored 29 points in Denver against Tebow. It's Oakland's it- a great spot defense start this week, in my opinion. Well, All, everything adds up to project that. They got the athletic defensive line, they're coming off the bye, they're at home. I'm a big Raiders fan. I watch a lot of them. For some reason, I'm a little bit skeptical. About that Raiders defense really delivering as big as people might think they will, yeah.
0: and, and as far as Tebow, you know, it's like like I like like I said when you know when he went down to Miami, I said start him. When he went to Detroit and faced the nine white, I said don't start him because he's not going to be able to bounce out and get those little seven yard clip runs that really start to add up. The Raiders would like to put Tebow in a position to make him a pocket passer because that's obviously the recipe for for shutting them down. I just don't know if they have the personnel to do it as effectively as the Lions did. Now, is, is he a risky start? Yes, because if he comes out and throws two picks or has an interception or does you know or, or has a fumble or just does does some general bonehead things, he's going to get literally benched on his own team, his own NFL team, it, and, and so it, it, and he's not going to be getting you any points on your fantasy team. But if he can manage to stay
3: in, it, it, I say mark Tebow down for a twelve to fifteen pointer this week. Willis McGahee looks like he's going to go this morning. If you're a Willis McGahee owner, um, that's something to keep tabs on, but he is probable Call us, as guys. of this it's, morning. It's,
0: the phone number is 447-ESPN, four four We're going to be coming back right after the break. This is Rosterwatch, brought to you by rosterwatch.com, streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260.
1: Welcome back, Austin, Texas. This is Roster Watch. We are live on 104.9 The Horn, ESPN Radio Austin. We're talking matchups, getting our fantasy football lineup set. Make sure and go to rosterwatch.com this morning. Check out our rankings to help make those final decisions. Get your team right this week. Fellas, you want to finish going over matchups? I'm having a lot of fun doing that today. Let's do it. So we were in Oakland. We were talking about McGahee is coming back. Uh, yeah we see a solid game for him probably I see something in that seven to eleven point range just
0: like you're used to just like you're used to getting out of him you know it's it's he's been he's been a rock as far as yardage when he's oh speaking of rocks what's under this rock hey he's coming late this he's this com- sunday hey the trash whenever the trash man comes late you know he was probably up to some real dirty deeds before something just smells' <sighs> Ew, it-
3: better late than never guys
0: ladies and gentlemen brought to you by rosterwatch.com we present the man constantly turning fantasy fra- trash into treasure the fantasy freegan our very own trash man
3: <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just <laughs> the dirtiest oh, thing oh, yeah, <laughs> that, what is that go, sound what's going like? on in that trash barrel
0: <laughs> 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 our, our wonderful producer Eddie Cross ladies
3: and gentlemen thanks Eddie um alright so let's get started with the garbage grab week 9 um First out the box, we're going back to the Oakland-Denver game, and I have Tywan Jones running back for the Raiders. Um, as we know, Darren McFadden is not going to play this week, and chances are somebody in your fantasy league already owns Michael Bush. Um, chances are also likely that <laughs> no one owns Tywan Jones, the guy who's going to be backing up Michael Bush. Uh, Jones has big play potential, and he can do a lot of damage with limited carries. I like him this week.
0: Yeah, I was at I was at uh, Raiders training camp uh, just prior to preseason in week one, and Taiwan Jones was limited at that time. I forgot what the exact injury was. Byron was was that an ankle? It was or a, a hammy. It was a something, hammy. It was, something. Something. it was an early camp
1: Man, hammy. You
0: see this guy walking around though, and 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 y- you you notice you know what an impressive physical specimen he 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 looks like, and you know a lot of the a lot of the Raiders beat writers that I was you know talking with and networking with. We're super, super, super high on this kid.
3: All right, I'm going to continue on with the list in a second. But first, we have Ryan with a question about Vincent Jackson. What's up, Ryan?
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's up, Ryan? I've got—I'm I'm a Packer fan, so I'm trying to get some some good independent perspective on this one. I've got Vincent Jackson, but I've actually got him on the bench in favor of Mario Manningham. I'm just—I'm not convinced that he's 100 percent healthy, and I really think paired up against the Woodson, even though the Packers don't have a good pass defense. I think that they're going to force Phillip Rivers to use his check down. And I really like Mario Manningham going up against another pretty crummy pass defense. And, uh, you know, 100%. And with Hakeem Nix out, I think Manningham's got a better upside. I was going to get your take on that and see what you thought.
1: Hey, Ryan, I just had one real quick question for you. Being a Packers fan, I think you'll be able to shed some light on this. Uh, Have you seen... This year with Woodson, are they putting him lockdown on the other team's number 1 or is he still kind of playing that rover utility role back there?
2: He's still playing the rover utility role. You know, I was in Minneapolis for the Minnesota game and uh, you know, he had a good game that day. He had a couple of picks against Ponder. You know, Ponder's young, uh, but he's really he's really still playing kind of that rover role, but he's coming over and helping on the number 1 a lot more. Uh, than he was earlier in the season when you saw him against the Saints and some of the earlier matchups. So, yeah, he's still roving, but they're definitely trying to utilize him more. And he's actually kind of playing a spiral in the back in the defensive backfield. You know, just just really being a ball hawk.
3: Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Ryan. Who are your other wide receivers, and how many do you Mike start Weston? in your league?
2: So I got Dez Bryant um, starting for me as well, and uh, I've got. Um, Oh, who's my other one? I'm trying to think. Um, man, I can't remember off the top of my head who my other wide receiver is. But uh, you know, I like I said, I just I, I picked up Manningham actually off the uh, off the waivers when Nicks went out. Um, he was sitting out there, so it was an easy grab for me.
0: I can tell you this: Vincent Jackson is completely healthy. I like him about seventh. Spots better than I like Manningham this week. I do love Manningham. It's the first time he's ever gotten anywhere near our top 15, but – we have Vincent Jackson at number two. We think he's poised for a big break. And Malcolm game. Floyd, I believe, and, is out. And so it's and Mal- Malcolm Floyd looks to be out. I don't know, man. It's, you so know, that like, leaves
1: Gates and Jackson. Yeah, this
0: is this is your fantasy team. If if you have the feeling about it, you know, uh, go, go go ahead and roll with Manningham. If it were me, if there if you have a flex spot, I would try to get them. Both yeah, put in. him
3: in your flex if you I have would, the opportunity.
0: i would opportunity try to get them both. Then I would just uh, whoever your third running back is, I don't think he's going to be as good as Vincent Jackson. So I uh, and so I would put Vincent Jackson in, in the flex. Well. With your role with your two wide receivers, there.
3: All right, thanks, Ryan. We have another caller coming in. It's our good friend Ernie. What's going on, Trash Man? Ah, I can't complain. Yo, Big Ernie. What's He's up, still, a more rested this
4: morning, Ernie? Got that extra hour of sleep. Uh, Not in uh, bed you? with the laptop right now. No, I'm by the stove with the laptop <laughs> open. Just got done cooking some sausage and all that stuff for the kid and the family. You know. All right, lay
1: it on us, Ernie.
4: Hey, this is the deal. I got you guys are talking about Willis McGahee. I got him starting, but I mean you guys like him better than No Moreno. Is that is that what I'm Yes. yes. Okay. If he No be... <clears throat> Well I okay. Well that makes sense. Last like, time no. I
0: told you to st- I I remember week three or something like this, you called in Ernie and I told you to start McGahey and you didn't do it.
4: Yeah, I know. Well, I mean you can only <laughs> lead a horse to water, right? You know, but <laughs> That's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if so, McG-
3: McGahee plays today, you should definitely have him in the
4: open marina. He's going to play. No
3: Sunday swindles, Ernie.
4: Yeah, quick question on the on my flex. I got Julio Jones in there. Now my, my team is kind of looking trashy for a 10-man league, but I've got Julio Jones at a wide receiver, and on my bench I've got, I mean, Darren McFadden's out. I've got Alfonso Smith, which is a no-go. But do you guys, I mean, would you guys like picking up, a, I mean, Taiwan Jones, you guys are talking about him maybe just to pick up you know, if you own Darren McFadden, just we you
3: like know. Julio Jones, yeah, we like this Julio week. Jones there. Yeah, yeah, okay. you
0: got to keep Julio Jones in. It's a, it's the it's the third best it's the third best matchup for for opposing wide receivers, and he's and and he's back healthy.
3: Well, thanks, right, thanks, Ernie, for your call, man. We'll we'll talk to you later this afternoon, I'm sure. All right, um, I'm going to continue on with these garbage grabs. Uh, we got a few minutes left. Um, up next, we have Joshua Cribbs, wide receiver for the Browns. Um... I think Cribs is slowly but surely becoming the best um, Browns um, player for fantasy points on the team. He catches patches, passes, returns and kicks. Been, and he's been getting to run the he's, ball. He's going to be lining up at running back some plays this week. I'm th- I'm, I was I'm so hearing. mad I dropped him before the Hillis News came out this I, week. I didn't know what you were thinking. That was crazy. I thought it was a one-week <laughs> wonder last week.
1: I thought there was no way I'd get lightning
3: in a bottle hey, twice. The, 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 trash, the trash ball will leave you the water I should have waited one, one more day. Um... So next we have Jason Avant, wide receiver for the Eagles. Um, He's averaging almost six points a game in an Eagles offense that is only just starting to click, in my opinion. Um, He's Vic's safety valve, basically. He's probably not going to have a huge game this week, but if you're in a pinch... Um, you you got a bad bye week for that flex position or your third wide receiver. I think Avant's a guy that you can rely well, on. We that.
1: like Avant and Selick in the mid, against the middle of that Bears defense, right? Yeah, it's
0: absolutely. The,
3: it's, the, it's it's the most poorest middle against the pass in the whole league. Speaking of the devil, Brent Selick is the next guy I was going to talk about. Um, Selick is starting to get more looks. As the offensive line is playing better in Philadelphia, he led the team in targets last week. Uh, Chicago's league lowest in defending tight ends right now, so you can expect good things in this week's matchup. Next up, I have Sam Bradford, quarterback for the Rams. We need to make sure he's playing first. Um But if he gets a start against the Cardinals this week, he should have an excellent outing against the 30th-ranked Arizona pass defense. He's got Brandon Lloyd to work with now and rookie playmaker Greg Salas. That's another guy to look out for this week, Greg Salas. Um, he might not be a guy to pick up and play this week, but he's definitely on our watch list. Um Next up after that, it's a guy we talked about earlier in the show, Matt Castle, quarterback for the Chiefs. We all like him here. Um Good for a spot play quarterback, and maybe afterwards. After that, we have Donald Brown running back for the Colts. I'm digging a little deep there, um, deep. <laughs> but we found, I mean, from watching the games, Delon Carter is the kind of guy on that. Offense that gets yards, Donald Brown gets touchdowns. So if you need to plug somebody into that flex position, you don't have a lot of options. Donald Brown's a guy you can put in there, and there's a good chance that he might get a touchdown. Would you start Donald Brown over Jacoby Ford or Darius Hayward Bay in a league that scores special team productions this week?
0: Well, there's a big difference between Jacoby Ford and Darius Hayward Bay. I I would start him ahead of Jacoby Ford, but not ahead of Darius Hayward Bay.
3: Absolutely, right there. Uh, and lastly, like I said, we have Greg Salas of the Rams. He could have he could be a Wes Welker Jr. in the making uh, there in St. Louis. Um, I'd be happy with a poor man's version of Wes Welker. Very happy. Um, he's a slot man there in St. Louis. He might have a lot of dump offs from Sam Bradford or whoever the quarterback is there um, this week against the Cardinals but i think he's going to be a good player for you. And that's all i got for the garbage grab yeah, guys. And, and and i
0: i really like Salas. If you go back and watch the tape, he really is uh you know, he really is a prototypical slot guy and any time that there's a prototypical slot guy in a McDaniel's offense, you know, of course all you hear about is the natural comparisons to Wes Welker and we thought we were going to get it in Denver out of a guy like Eddie Royal. There's there's been, you know, there was a you know, uh, there was also Austin Pettis and there was uh, Danny Amendola and all this all these guys and they were all supposed to be the next welker in this offense. And it seems like Salas if you go back and watch the tape, he's quick. He's he a little bug. He's a I like him. I really, I really like him a lot. I don't think he's too far down the trash heap with the likes of Donald Brown. You know,
3: when he gets up and he slams the ball with <laughs> definition like Wilker does, does whenever he makes a catch, he, he does. Just puts he it into the ground. Yeah,
0: either, either, either that or just kind of friendly talk. <laughs> friend, <laughs> in a real friendly way, hands it off to the ref.
3: Well, that's all the time we got this morning, guys. Thank you for joining us here on Roster Watch. It's been another great week, guys. Week 9 NFL action this week. The haze in the barn.
0: The work's done. The rankings are out. Go to rosterwatch.com check them out. We will be back next week. We'll be answering all of your Twitter questions in the meantime. Hit us up on our Twitter at RosterWatch. Check us out at RosterWatch.com. And come
1: see us at Upper Decks tonight for the uh, Sunday night Ravens-Steelers game. We're going to be be out on the deck watching that big screen, having a happy meal.
3: Come hang.